Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. C-ticket patrons, serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, and Patty Wool. B-Ticket Patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, and Jeff and Paige Orton. And to the A-Ticket Patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, and the All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Sleeping Beauty Castle, and is one of the first postcards to feature the Matterhorn. On the back it reads, Sleeping Beauty's Enchanted Castle stands guard over the entrance to Fantasyland, sharing the skyline with Disneyland Matterhorn. It's postmarked December 7, 1959, with a Roseburg, Oregon, Fight TB, Support Your TB Association cancel, and a three-cent Purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Saturday, December 5th, When park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., the weather was a high of 80 and a low of 55. Park attendance that day was 8,223. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. George P. Lindsay of McMinnville, Oregon. It reads, 12659. Dear Cousins, Eva and I are on our way home after three weeks in sunny Southern California. Temps in Santa Barbara, Long Beach, and in the whole area there range from 72 to 85. Weather perfect. We received a letter from Bessie Lee that Aunt Annie had suffered a stroke. Sincerely, Iris. Iris and Eva would have been able to send a card from the greeting card shop on Main Street. From 1955 through 1959, the Gibson Art Company had a shop located across from the market house on the east side of Main Street. The shop offered greeting cards and postcards. The Gibson Art Company was founded in 1850 by Scottish immigrants with a print shop in Cincinnati, Ohio. The Gibson brothers began by printing bonds, stock certificates, business cards, and labels. They expanded their business by adding stationery, specialty certificates for schools, and Valentine ephemera. In the 1870s, the Gibson brothers began printing Courier and Ives holiday prints and printing German lithographs on Christmas cards. This was shortly after a Boston printer began printing Christmas cards. During World War I, the Gibson Company made greeting cards with two folds known as the French Fold. This became an industry standard for a time. The business continued to grow and by 1960 was the third largest greeting card company in the U.S. Do you know what's great to put on a special greeting card? Vintage stamps from Enfield Post. Be sure to check out the special Sunday sales at EP Sunday Sale on Instagram. It's a great way to add a little bit of flair to a birthday card, holiday card, or a postcard. That's EP Sunday Sale on Instagram, or you can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E N F I E L D. 
P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the omnibus on Main Street, taking in passengers. In the back, you can see City Hall, and behind some trees, you can see the Emporium. On the back, it reads, Disneyland Omnibus. Disneyland's 5 8 scale double-decker omnibus carries hundreds of passengers daily on a fun-filled tour. Camera fans especially like the unique angles the omnibus second deck provides. It's postmarked August 19, 1960, with a seal beach cancel and a three-cent purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Thursday, August 18th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 90 and a low of 61. Park attendance that day was 31,108. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. R.C. Seifert of Cheney, Kansas. It reads, Friday, 4 p.m. Hi, this California is pretty great. I hope I'm back here before another 19 years. Just left Disneyland. I about wore Herb out. He didn't complain much, though there was so much to see and I didn't want to miss it. We are now headed for Seal Beach. Love, Karen. And underneath the omnibus description, the phrase, We rode this. Shortly after the Gibson greeting card store closed in 1959, Hallmark took over the location from June of 1960 until 1985, selling similar greeting cards and postcards. The Hallmark store was also known as the Hallmark Communication Center. The corner of the building was decorated with a three-dimensional crown based on their company logo. This would also balance the three-dimensional mortar and pestle diagonally across the street at the Upjohn Pharmacy. Although the shop was converted in 1985 from selling greeting cards to selling clothes, Main Street still had a greeting card shop. The Gibson Art Company, now known as Gibson Greeting, struck a licensing deal with Disney to produce Disney greeting cards exclusively. Disney had originally planned to buy the company, but the $314 million price tag made it a bit cost-prohibitive. At this time, Gibson Greeting was also producing Garfield and Sesame Street cards, as well as being the third largest greeting card company. This also gave Clio, Gibson's gift wrapping division, exclusive rights to the Disney characters. They had been producing Disney wrapping paper starting in the mid-1960s. This deal also included Gibson greeting card locations in both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Disneyland's new greeting card store was at the end of Main Street, where the Carefree Corner was, and now the Plaza Holiday Store is today. The shop was not there long and closed in 1988. The relationship of the two companies grew in the 1990s as the Disney Renaissance films were being released, and Gibson also began producing greeting cards for the television show Home Improvement, the movie Jurassic Park, and even The Simpsons. Eventually, Gibson Greeting fell on hard times and was bought by the second most popular greeting card company, American Greetings. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a vintage image of the Bank of America building on Main Street, USA in Disneyland. You can see an information stand and hat vendor in front, and in the bottom right, a green trash can. On the back it reads, 
Postcard Pals Vintage Disneyland Edition 2020, 1950s, Main Street USA once had a working Bank of America branch. Today, the building is home to the Disneyana Shop and the Disneyland Gallery, but you can still find an old bank vault inside. Photo from the collection of Dave DeCaro, DaveLandWeb.com. It's postmarked November 21st, 2020 with a Santa Ana cancel and a three-flag forever postage stamp, Scott number 5658. It reads, Happy Holidays from Disneyland. I hope this brings a little magic to your day. Jordan the Swan. Thank you so much for the postcard, Jordan. Since it is the holiday season, I thought I'd drop a little more greeting card history. The first commercially produced Christmas card was sold in 1843, and the same week, Charles Dickens published A Christmas Carol. This time of year is always the busiest for postal employees. I just received my special holiday postcards from Going To Guides, the same person who made this vintage Disneyland postcard. I look forward to sending it out with my holiday mail soon. Be sure to send me your updated address. And be sure to follow Jordan the Swan on Instagram. She's at Jordan the Swan with two N's. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.